Greetings and welcome to the Take One Security Podcast. My name is Daniel Miesler and this podcast is me reading and commenting on InfoSec headlines all in one take. There will be no preparation, no editing, very little post-production. Goal is to simply give people a way to audibly consume security news with a bit of analysis in less than 15 minutes. Today is February 8th, 2015. Let's get started. So Anthem, the second largest healthcare company, had a major breach uh, last week. Lost around 80 million socials, addresses, emails, etc., which is ro- uh, roughly double the target breach size. Uh, so really, really quite significant, very large breach. It uh, looks like they didn't encrypt their sensitive data, which is understandable, though, because uh, it's one of the more exotic and uncommon you know, defenses for securing data. So uh, that makes sense. Socials, by the way, are worse than credit card numbers. We, we actually had a whole bunch of commentary saying, hey, at least there weren't credit card numbers lost because that would have been bad. Uh, we're, we're lucky it was only socials and dates of birth and addresses, uh, which is exactly the opposite of true because you cannot call your bank and get a new social security number, but you can clear out all your credit cards and get brand new ones. And plus the risk with a credit card number is with the bank, not with you, right? So much. So, um, Really major breach, lots of socials, and uh, arguably bigger than a big credit card dump. There's uh, some speculation that it was China. Uh, Basically, the theory here is that this is part of a much larger campaign where they're going after organizations that have lots and lots of American customer data um, because they're actually going for people who might be government related because they're trying to penetrate into government networks using, you know, similar credentials, uh, password schemes, that sort of thing. So um, <clears throat> that's just a theory. I think there is some attribution pointing at China at this point. Haven't uh, looked too deeply at it. And I think people are a little bit shy in the whole attribution thing right now because of the uh, Sony thing. But uh, looks like it might be China for the purpose of getting data for further attacks later, possibly on classified networks or more sensitive government-oriented networks. Um, you also want to watch out for phishing scams related to the Anthem breach. Um, evidently, a whole whole rash of them went out right after the breach, sort of telling people, hey, reset your password, you know, go here and <clears throat> get extra security for your account or whatever. So... Want to watch out for those. And if you're listening to this podcast, obviously, it's probably not going to be you, but you want to let your family know to watch out for those. Um, yeah, so basically the mega breaches, they continue, right? We had so many of these in 2014, and uh, it looks like the trend is sort of continuing. Uh, security budgets are going up. More people are being hired in security. So I guess if you're an InfoSec, you know, we... We're having a great time, uh, but otherwise it's it's pretty rough. Um, I did a thing last year or maybe the year before, but basically talking about how people were going to get uh, desensitized to breaches and that everyone was going to get breached and it was going to become common and people wouldn't care as much. Um this has sort of been going to the opposite of that. I mean, people are definitely caring about this. They're spending more on their budgets. 
So this could be viewed as sort of counter information to that theory. And I am kind of taking it that way. But at the same time, this could simply be the crest, right? The pinnacle of the, breaches, uh, of the breaches, after which people will say, well, yeah, well, that's just proof that everyone gets compromised and that it's impossible to stop. And sort of the uh, apathy and the uh, desensitivity <clears throat> will kick in afterwards. So that kind of remains to be seen. But um, right now, it's definitely a major focus. Um, so a WordPress plugin called FancyBox um, had a serious compromise in it last week, which affected thousands of websites. So bottom line here is if you're going to run WordPress, understand you're going to get hacked probably through the plugins. Um, and specifically, you want to watch out for plugins that handle user input in a certain way and then do something with it and produce and then, you know, take that content of whatever it did and put it into the output of the page, right? And that's why so many of these vulnerabilities are cross-site scripting, including this one. And in particular, you wanna watch out for image manipulation plugins. Um, they seem to be replete with uh, specifically cross-site scripting vulns. So definitely wanna watch out for that. Um, another critical flash vulnerability uh, last week, Pretty big deal. Uh, lots of patching going on. Um, it kind of covered this last week and the week before and the decade before. Um, first time for everything. Uh, three bug hunters at HP received $125,000 prize for finding a major vulnerability in Internet Explorer. Uh, they work for HP. I do as well, um, by the way. And... Uh, I know the guys over there and they couldn't take the money because uh, they work for HP, but they did give it to charity. So that was cool. Um, Microsoft also in the news with the release of Outlook for iOS last week. Uh, the interface is actually pretty slick. Um, there's some good write-ups on it. It's basically got the calendar integrated with the mail and you could pivot over um, instead of going to two different apps in iOS but had some serious vulnerabilities. It was basically sending your credentials clear text over the network. It was uh, storing the credentials in the cloud, um, unencrypted. So lots of, lots of issues there. Definitely give it a few revisions. Wait till they get a security test done on it uh, before you take a look at it again. So that's it for this episode. Hope it's been worth your time. You can find these headlines as well as more InfoSec, philosophy, and politics content at danielmiesler.com.